I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're back. It's the afternoon. Ask anything here on DKPittsburghSports.com. It's the Tuesday edition. We got myself, Chris Carter, Dave Molinari, Dale Lolly. Who, Dale? Your your nameplate always changes every week. This one, who owns the Chiefs? All right, who does own the Chiefs, and why is this your nameplate? Nobody know who owned the Chiefs. <laughs> Dave should get this. It's a slap shot I, reference. I got who owns the Chiefs? Owns owns. Oh, uh, I didn't think about the movie. Never mind. I'm a lame-o for not coming up with that. Anyways, you are this- a lame-o. I mean, that, that, <laughs> that goes without saying. It goes without, yeah, absolutely. Um, a hockey guy like you should get that, Chris. <laughs> You're right. What am, I, what am I doing? What am I doing? I, I can't believe you haven't watched that with your cousin Jeff a dozen times already. So. <laughs> My cousin Jeff. Listen, he's going to get on me when he sees that. But, hey, that's going to motivate him tonight to play some good hockey. You know, he's he's going to be like, listen, I'm going to show my cousin Chris how it's actually done out here and then we're gonna go watch some slap shot afterwards (laughs) anyways uh, if you're watching this show it's the afternoon ask anything for the next half hour we're on here at facebook live youtube uh, and periscope taking your questions on anything pittsburgh sports or anything sports or anything at all really um it's let's talk slap shot Let's talk slap shot. Uh, but I've never seen it, so there you go. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, you, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we got to see a, a scene or two from slap shot when the, when you had that Rangers uh, Washington game. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that, that was like a it, thing in slap shot. Looked, like looked like it was straight out of slap shot. Everybody dropped the gloves at the at the drop of the puck, and let's go. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, honestly, uh, Chris, you you don't have to like hockey. You don't have to pay any attention to hockey to really enjoy the movie. It's okay. It's really funny so i I, was actually a a a pretty accurate representation of (laughs) hockey (laughs) played by the johnstown jets in the mid-1970s oh wow i I actually used to go to games there and yeah i mean it was written the the uh, screenplay was written by one of the player's sisters get out of here oh no and the lady named nancy dowd whose brother ned uh played for for the johnstown jets (laughs) Um, a number of Jets players were uh, were in the film, in, including you know the uh, the Carlsons and Dave Hansen, who portrayed the Hansen brothers. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it 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 and probably you, it probably could have passed as a documentary of uh, minor <laughs> yeah. league hockey in those days. And if if you went to school in Johnstown as I did, um, that was must watch. You had to watch it a number of times. And even when <laughs> I remember we had a we had a party when I was working at the uh, the Tribune Review, I think it was Mike Mastovich's house, and it was a Christmas party. We went over, and of course, that was playing on the TV. And you could go to some of the different establishments that they that they frequented uh, in for the movie, and everybody had a slap shot story. Okay, Paul, New- Paul Newman was here, or that guy was there, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so wait, because uh, I know I've seen, I'm pretty sure I've seen clips of it. Is Slapshot the one where like the guys are standing for the anthem and the referee goes to one? And he's like, I don't want to hear nothing out of you, and he's like, I'm listening to the song, and it's like, yeah. 
Okay, okay. So, so I have seen parts of it. I just haven't sat down and watched it the whole way through. Okay. And you, you want to see the version that's not edited for... Yeah, not, not for TNT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I dig that. I will do that at some point. Remember... Uh, with the Ask Anything show, we want you to ask your questions on YouTube, Facebook, or Periscope. If you're watching on Twitter, that's how you have to ask questions. So we're going to get right to our first question here, who comes from Swan269, who says, there have been rumors about the Steelers picking up a veteran edge rusher to take a few snaps. Who do you think would be most likely to sign a contract? Dale, you and I were just talking about this last week and how, you know, the Steelers were reportedly in on Ryan Kerrigan, who did sign I, for three I, and a half million. I believe that when I see it. You know, when right. again, when – when agents put to stuff like this, agents will say, well, this team could use this or that team could mm-hmm. use that. So uh, I'm going to say that they're, you know, they were interested just to try to drive the price up a little bit. This is silly season. Mm-hmm. Believe half of what you hear right. uh, is the bottom line. They weren't going to be signing Ryan Kerrigan unless Ryan Kerrigan wants to play for a, a veteran minimum contract and just to play another year. You know, it's the same thing when, when people were talking about, uh, you know, the possibility of, hey, they want to go sign uh, uh, I'm trying to think of his name now. The guy from Richard Sherman. Guys of that nature, like, first of all, they have to fit the system, right? Secondly, they have to want to play here, uh, and be a backup. And and thirdly, they have to fit the system. Yeah. <laughs> other than, uh, you know, other than Richard Sherman completely not fitting the system because he's he's strictly a zone cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Um, the, you guys the, make it sound like there are actually unfounded rumors in sports. <laughs> no, 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 never. no okay, that, okay. That, or, or, or agents will say something. You know, to, <laughs> that it's it's like Stephen Nelson's you know agent saying that he's got fourteen teams interested in signing him. Well, if there are fourteen teams interested in signing sign Stephen Nelson right now, why is he not with the team? <laughs> Be careful, Dale. You might get a text message. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt that there are teams who are who are who have at least talked to his agent about signing him, or they've called to say, "Hey, what's he want to play?" That doesn't mean you're necessarily interested in him. You could be calling just to check. Hey, we we might be interested down the road. We'll see. Uh, what, you know, where where is he at right now in terms of his health, his contract, those kind of things. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily interested in signing him right now. Right. And and, and again, and this is what I what I, what I was talking about because I wrote a whole article about. You know, are the Steelers looking looking for it? And at the end of it, I say they'll probably end up with someone closer to Anthony Chicklow or J. Rome Elliott, both who are still available right now, because they wouldn't cost you anything. And well, not only that, but if your backup your backups have to play special teams, is Ryan Kerrigan right. running down to cover kicks? No. Nah, neither is Justin Houston or Melvin Ingram or any of those guys. And that's why that's why Dale and I are both like, ah, I don't know about this. Because here's the other thing, Dale. It very well could have been. Because Adam Schefter said other teams interested in Ryan Kerrigan, Steelers, blah, 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 blah. The, the interest might have been Kevin Colbert saying, hey, uh, Ryan, oh, you want that much? <laughs> okay, I'm done. And, and, and that might have been it. That might have been the whole conversation. And because that's a phone call, that's interest. So did you just have a Gordon Gecko phone? Yes, uh, I yeah, did. I, that I was, was a Gordon Gecko Maxwell phone right smart. here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it moving here. We got some hockey with a, with a Penguins playing hockey tonight. We got to get some hockey questions. So we got one from Daniel Matos, our friend from Brazil. Hey, guys. Dave, what's your thought on the Malkin situation? He's been practicing regularly, and his skating seems to be all right in the videos that we see. Well, when we don't know exactly what's wrong with him, it, it's kind of tough to assess you know, his status. I mean, the fact 
that in uh, when he was at practice yesterday that he was not involved in line rushes, which uh, for those who aren't familiar with hockey, that's in a practice. Uh, the forward line combinations uh, will go through drills together. You know, for example, Sidney Crosby will work with Brian Rust and Jake Gensel, who are his normal wingers, that sort of thing. Malkin was not involved in line rushes or power play drills uh, at practice on Monday. Uh, and while he, he did pr- work with the skills coach uh, before the optional morning skate today and then stay on for the morning skate, um, that might have been more of an indication that he's not going to play tonight because a guy who's going to play probably would not expend that much energy um, on, on the morning of the game if, if he thought he was going to be in the lineup that night especially when you're talking about the playoffs where games could go on indefinitely. You know, the, the Penguins have uh, played as many as four and five overtimes. In Against the, the Islanders. Uh, <laughs> that's, I'm trying to think what the, what the longest overtime game against the Islanders was. I, right offhand, I can't think of any of those that went beyond one, but they, they did play five against Philadelphia, four against Washington, uh, they've played at least one three. So the, the point is uh, guys can expect to play more than the 60 or 65 minutes that they would in a, in a regular season game. So you really don't want to drain your energy reserves, you know, early in the day. So while the Penguins are, uh, they treat uh, information about injuries like right. they're pertaining to national security. I will be surprised if, if Malkin <laughs> is in the lineup tonight. Yeah, I mean, that's the big question all Pittsburgh wants to know. Uh, I'm sure we'll get more to that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, stay tuned. we got more questions being answered from you right here on the air. But first, a quick commercial. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So we're back here with the Afternoon Ask Anything show. We're, we're continuing to take your questions here. Um... We're just going to get this out of the way because we don't have any Pirates beat guys on here. But we have a Pirates question. So Kirk Weaver asks, uh, what do you think about extensions on any of the current Pirates, including Frazier, Reynolds, or Stallings? The latter should be the easiest to get done. Dale, you 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 watch more baseball than I do. What's your situation on some of these guys? Everybody watches more baseball than you do, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um, that's not true. I do watch. I do watch some baseball. I would expect Frazier to be traded at some point, even though he's only 29 years old. Uh, He's one of their commodities that they they might be able to get something for, you know, a a gold glove type in middle infielder, a guy who can play multiple positions for you. 
Um, Reynolds and Stallings, we'll see. Uh, you know, I think ideally, um, you know, I think Jacob Stallings is a is a is an okay player. I think he's better suited to me to be a number two, uh, you know, catcher as opposed to your number one guy. Uh, Reynolds, you know, they've got they've got more years of control left here. Um, you know, I think they want to get Cabrian Hayes locked up to a long deal. Obviously, yeah, you know, Alex deal. reported that. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me to see them, you know, approach Reynolds at some point and say, hey, uh, you know, are you interested in, in signing a, a long-term extension here? That's something that I could definitely see down the line. Back to some hockey. Wesley Reed asks, if Jari has another bad night tonight, do they go to a backup or just ride with him throughout the playoffs? Dave. Dennis Lemieux. That's who they're going to. <laughs> Dennis Lemieux. Uh, I mean, I would be surprised if they would make a change if he has another bad game, at least in part because his regular backup, Casey DeSmith, is injured. Uh, so the the next man up, as they like to say in hockey, uh, would be uh, Maxime Legacy, who you know, was uh, perfect in uh, the regular season finale. Uh, but that was his only National Hockey League action of this year. Mm. Uh, he hasn't played in the league all that much. I think that dropping him into a the middle of a playoff series when your team would presumably be in a, a pretty tough spot if uh, Jerry has another bad night in, in game two. I don't know that that would be particularly fair to expect a goaltender to save you in, in that situation. So my guess would be, that they would just stick with Jari and hope that he could uh, get his game back in order. That seems like that makes a lot of sense. I mean, also, Lagasse, hey, hey, there we go. We're saying it right this week. Um, yeah, really, they don't have any other options right now. Yeah, no. that's just the bottom line. It would be it'd be different there. Um, this one's more of a general question from Paulski Five Cents, who says, how much of a pain for you that is – uh, that, that it is that there are more media talking heads that throwing out generalizations and just stuff against the wall just to get ratings rather than talking and reporting the facts. Um, I, I guess this is for all of us because this is something that happens all the time on all the shows. I mean, I was, I was just waking up this morning I had on ESPN and of course they're saying who's underrated, who's overrated. And I'm just like, here we go again. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I I hear it, but it just it's it's another motivating factor for me to do stuff like Carter's Classroom, where I was breaking down film, and you can go right to our website, and people in the comments are like, "We don't get this anywhere else." Just honest analysis about what this scheme does, and who these players are, and what their strengths and weaknesses are. I I have more fun talking about that stuff than trying to just play dumb games, you know, for for clicks and views. Go ahead, Dale, because I don't listen to sports talk radio, so I can't. I'm not. I can't really. Nor do I, Dave. But I, I do hear things when they're said about me on 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 uh, at least at least the local level. Uh, you know, somebody will text me or call me. Hey, what's going on with this? Um, you know, I get it. You have to fill time, and this is you know if you if you cover the NFL, this is a down time of the year. So there's not much to talk about. So you come up with lists and you come out with who's overrated, who's underrated. None of it matters. Right. Not one hill of being like, you know, there are some websites out there, some local websites out there who every time one of these national reporters reports something or, or gives their opinion on something, they turn it into a story. Mm. Why would anybody read that? Yeah. Who cares what would if you cared what Joe Blow from Kokomo thought about this or that situation, you would just follow that guy and, and find his information out that way. 
Why rewrite somebody else's thoughts? Come up with your own stuff. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I I care what I think. I care what Dave thinks. I care what Carter thinks. I don't care what people outside, you know, who I don't, uh, if I don't respect their opinion on stuff, why would I care what they think? Who cares? Yeah, we I'm don't right. really yeah. care what you think, Carter. We just keep you around for your good. I looks. say that to him because Carter's <laughs> on here with us. If Carter wasn't on here with us, I'd say, you know. <laughs> well, Dale, you should respect my opinions, especially because my opinions beat you in fantasy football last year. Woo! There we go. I had to get my zinger back in. Um, another, just, we got a- just a heads up, guy. If uh, if I'm ever involved in fantasy sports, my my team will be made up entirely of Swedish supermodels. So. <laughs> All right, uh, back to hockey. We got a lot of questions about um uh, about uh jari they want to know about Kristen, tristan jari that's yeah everyone wants to it's like oh, yeah, that's the big thing everyone wants to talk mm-hmm. about this you guys did a whole podcast uh 66 to 87 episode talking about Chris, tristan jari uh but kyle myers asked if jari rebounds so a more positive question if he rebounds for the pens like he's done for them many times how well do you feel the rest of the team is playing uh the islanders and what might you want them to change um, I, I want them to change the fact that I could have to make two more trips to Long Island <laughs> in, in the next week or so. I'd you've, really... you've actually you've actually got an apartment there now, right? Well, if not, I should. <laughs> it's, you know, I greeted by name by the doorman at the hotel. Oh, uh, Mr. Marlari, back again, I see. <laughs> oh no, it's more like, oh, you're here again. Great. <laughs> um, I thought that that if Jari had played to his normal level on Sunday, they probably would have won the game. Uh, There certainly was room for improvement. Uh, You know, they're, you know, they did some good things on their power play, especially the first uh, opportunity they had uh, where they kept the puck in the New York end the entire two minutes, which is quite a feat, but they didn't score, which is, you know, also quite a feat, (laughs) the whole idea. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, there there are things that they can improve. I, I would lo- I think it would behoove them to adopt a more of a shoot first mentality. But that's like trying to change the direction in which the the earth spins at this point. I mean, they they all just reflexively look to pass or almost all of them. Uh, rather than shooting when when they have those two options. And they've become pretty predictable in that sense. But I, I don't think that's something that uh, they're going to be able to change from one game to the next. And probably for some of them, probably at any point in their career, I think they get set in their ways and uh, and, and they're not going to budge. Hmm. Very interesting there. Polsky five cents general question here. Fun question says, what player in their prime would you put on the team that you cover now? Oh, there we go. The question of if we had one player to put on the team right now, who would change everything? Dave, I mean, who, who, who you got, who you slapping on the penguins and they just walk into the Stanley cup right now. Um, It's a team game. Maybe not quite the team game that football is, but pretty darn close. One player isn't enough to really make a difference as I mean, it took Mario Lemieux five years to get into the Stanley cup playoffs, um, which is a pretty good indication that one guy can't do it. Right. But if I, if I had to pick one player, uh, it would be either Lemieux or Bobby Orr, who I consider the best player I've ever seen. 
Uh, he revolutionized a position and for all that Lemieux accomplished and could have accomplished had health not, not been the, the issue for him that it was. Um, I, I still give the, uh, the nod to Orr, but yeah, if, uh, if I could add a, uh, a player to the Penguins, uh, one of those would be at the, at the top of my list. Okay. Okay. Dale, what about you? Lawrence Taylor. Ooh. Think about how great that Steelers defense would be with LT coming who, up. Here. Who are you? Who are you blocking? You got nobody. Cam- <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is right there. Like you can't. You can't. Well, what? That's just not fair. TJ Watt off one inch. TJ Watt's gonna get to all the one on ones because everyone's got to double team LT, and then he got Cam into it. Oh, and it still God. didn't matter. Right. He double double teamed LT, and he still got there. So, sheesh. Yeah. That's just not fair. Uh. You and I could play cornerback on that team, Chris. Right, right. It's just they're just not throwing the ball. Bye. Um, I guess I'll go the pit route because I, I, I guess I got to do that. I'm gonna just throw in. Uh, what if we? What if, what if we just threw some Larry Fitzgerald in on this team? Uh, I I feel like you like listen. Larry Fitzgerald made Rod Rutherford look unstoppable at times in college. You pair him up with Tyler Palco, it's just every week, every game, just throw it up. Larry going to get it. The, the, the offense would explode. The defense would be able to play well. And then you're still working out the run game. You slap Larry Fitzgerald on, a, on this pit team, whoo, they're going to be some bad dudes. Um, I, I would, the college basketball route, Wilt Chamberlain. The most oh, dominant. Just, just, just throw, just throw him on the pit team. Just, just win. Said anybody, anybody in their prime. <laughs> uh, I was saying, if, if it was college age, I would have said Lou Alcindor later. Obviously, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But yeah, Chamberlain was probably even better. He would, Lord knows, he was bigger. Pete Maravich would be okay too. Uh, yeah, yeah, he would certainly make your team fun to watch. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Imagine him with a three-point shot now. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that would just be just destroying people. Paulski five cents says Carter would take Carey Price to the pants. Yes, we got our Carey Price joke in every episode. I'm on. I want a Carey Price joke. Paulski five cents. Thank you for understanding the show. You, you're so good, Paulski. I, I I appreciate you, my friend. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna dial it back now. Some some more hockey. Wesley Reed says Marfe. I felt this the, the, the same way, especially when CC decided not to play the puck on the JG uh, Pagol goal. Pa- I'm messing that guy's name. name up on the goal. Thank you, Pajo, um, the goal. But listening to others, it was the smart choice because it was a far enough away shot that Jari should have had that and the two other goals in regulation. Dave, do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not sure that other people are going to get the whole setup there. but I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm like, huh? There was a, a goal that uh, J.G. Pajot of the Islanders scored on a shot from the top of the left face-off circle in the game on Sunday uh, where Cody Cece could have, the Penguin defenseman, could have gotten over to him and possibly have gotten his stick on the shot but opted against it because of the possibility that when you change the direction of a shot, all you're doing is causing problems for your goaltender and that Peugeot was far away from the net or far enough away from the net that it was reasonable to believe that Jari would stop whatever shot went his way, which in this particular case, he did not. But uh, no, I, I think most people would agree that, uh, that Cody Cece play, played that correctly. 
Got you, got you. We're gonna keep it moving here. Actually, I, 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 my bad. I missed this one because he was referencing Mark. I apologize, Mark, because he's, he was saying Jari, which is an easy target to blame, and rightfully so for the game one failure. But you know, shouldn't others take some of this blame, including uh, uh should MM sit in favor of Chad or POJ? Okay, um, that's uh, Mike Matheson. Oh, okay, yeah. I was I was about to say Mark Madden. I'm just gonna say MM. I'm just gonna say MM. <laughs> I think Madden was a healthy scratch on Sunday, or a <laughs> moderately healthy scratch. Um, moderately healthy. Scratch. And uh, the the other gentlemen referenced there are Chad Ruweedle and Keo uh, Joseph. Okay. Um, no, I do not think that Matheson should sit. He did not have a. a particularly good game on Sunday, but it was also he's coming off of an injury and was trying to get used to playing with a face shield, uh, which can be a real problem for hockey players. It, it makes it difficult for them, among other things, to find the, the puck when it's in their skates. You know, it, it obscures their, their vision. It takes some getting used to. So no, I, I mean, I, I would not sit Matheson. I would expect him to play better tonight, um, among other things. Ruweedle is a right-handed shot. If you, if you put him into the lineup he, in uh, Matheson's spot, he would have to play on the left side, the offside, which switching is, is a big deal uh, for most defensemen. They don't like to do it. And P.O. Joseph was just recalled from the Penguins farm team in Wilkes-Barre today. Um, and I don't know that it would be fair to throw a young guy with no Stanley Cup playoff experience into a series cold like that. So, as I say, I, I would not scratch Matheson tonight, and I would expect him to perform better than he did in game one. All right, all right. That makes that makes sense. Um, we have some. We have a simple "Let's go pens" here from Parsons thirteen chant. Thank Where? God. Uh, <laughs> uh, Not back there, in New York. That, that's that, where yeah, right? I want to go. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, SMB says if Dumo uh, doesn't play, who gets in? Please don't say Friedman. The Islanders forecheck will eat him up. I, you know, if it were my call, I, he would probably be my choice, but I wouldn't be surprised if they would go with Ruedel. Uh The coaching staff just has confidence in him. He's, he's a pretty good, reliable, nothing spectacular, but pretty solid in, in all facets of the game. Uh, Friedman can skate and he can move the puck, which, you know, are... Uh, are assets that, that could come in handy against the Islanders. So I don't know that uh, that he would be as bad an option as uh, as you seem to feel. That said, if I had to guess, I would say that Dumoulin will play tonight. Uh, that is strictly a guess. As we've mentioned previously, they are, they're not real good at uh, divulging uh, their plans for injured players. But the fact that he was able to get on the ice at, at their optional morning skate today, um, I, I think, and unlike Malkin, did not work out on the ice before that, I think that's an indication that, that he at least plans to give it a try tonight. Very interesting stuff there. Uh, Dave Matthew says, is this strictly hockey? No, it's not. We can we can take any questions here. Um, uh, is this strictly hockey? If not, I think Jeff Cable could be in trouble if Pitt doesn't show some real improvement. They've stuck they've stuck in the mud like Joe Pesci in my cousin Vinny. Good, good movie reference. Um, 
But, you know, I think that there's still a good bit to say before Jeff Capel's in real trouble. Um, Heather Light spoke very favorably of him um, in her first addressing of the media in over 10 months. Um, So, you know, I I think that there's a few things to remember with Jeff Capel. I know people are tired of hearing about Kevin Stallings, but you got to remember where this program was when Jeff Capel took took it on, took it on. You know, the, the desperation putrid. that was felt, it was putrid. putrid. And we keep hearing rumors about all the crazy things, like how, like in their film room, they had recliners and like just basic things that just don't make sense for like how a basketball program should operate. The, the you know, the things that players had to endure under Stallings when they were here, it was just garbage. And then you stack on top of trying to pick out, pick a program up from having its worst coach in over a hundred years. And you stack on top of a pandemic where a coach couldn't work with his players and couldn't have them over to his house the way that Jeff Capel is used to doing to build those relationships and keep the team together. And then on top of that, you stack on the the fact that we're going through this crazy transfer portal situation where just this morning it hit 1,600 players in the transfer portal. It had never been more than 1,025 last year. Two years ago, it was in the 800s. So – you know, there's a whole bunch of problems that stack that's on something, top of Jeff That's Cable. something NCAA really needs to look at. They, they um, are. It's become way too easy for players to just cut bait mm-hmm. on a program. Um, now, I don't think it, it should go back to, hey, you, you, signed, you signed up here for four years. you got to stay for four years. And if you transfer, you know, you lose that year or you got to sit the year. There's got to be a happy medium there. It's just way too early, easy for these kids as well. The coach yelled at me today, I'm going to transfer. I mean, I think we should just start a university here. Be the three of us. We could obviously put together a pretty competitive team out of the transfer portal. (laughs) Just you're gonna you get had worse ideas today. Lots of them (laughs) today. That's (laughs) today, and it's barely lunchtime. Right, day ain't over yet. Right, (laughs) day is not over yet. Now. To, to, but to, to you, your point, Dale, this is something that everyone's looking at. You know, Heather Light also said she was just at a retreat with a whole bunch of the ACC men's basketball coaches, and they're all thinking the same. Like, how can you function if every year you're going to lose? I mean, North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, they're all losing five-star players, the Blue Bloods that never have these problems. They're losing Unless they're going to the NBA, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was looking at – here. this is how nuts I am. I was actually looking at the transfer portal the other day, like the guys who were in there. And the point guard who was at Pitt uh, a couple of years ago that went to Minnesota, um, I'm, his name's escaping me now. Um, uh, Minnesota. But anyway, he started his year as a freshman at Pitt, played mm-hmm. two years at Minnesota. He's back in the transfer portal again. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? Just play, you know, whatever happened to just going to one school, or even if you transfer once, sticking with that school, why do you have to go to six different schools? Yep. And listen, I think it's important to give players the ability to move when you're in a toxic situation. Like if if there's a serious coaching matter, Carl was the kid I was trying to think of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but like if there's a really bad situation or there's a coaching change, then there's there's different stuff there. But when it's just like, hey, I just don't like the way that you know coach benched me this week because I didn't because I didn't stop committing technical fouls. You know, I'm sorry that you, if you're going to transfer, there's going to be a whole there's going to be more hoops for you to jump, for, jump through. I think that there's going to be something coming along those ways. We're almost done here. We're going to run through some quick questions. Uh, Parsons 13 Chad says, Dale, any idea on Steelers training camp dates? Yeah, I, I've actually uh, put out the dates on that before. All you have to do is go back two weeks from where they where they play the open, the uh, the preseason opener, uh, which is August 6th. It's going to start right around July, uh, July 23rd. Okay, so July 23rd, book your calendars. Good question there. Um, 
Apostolus Paul Lazarus asks, any chance they shake up the power play other than 71? They are predictable. All they do is pass the puck. Uh, well, that's all they do when Malkin is playing, too. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, that, that that's not by design. And, you know, it, it, if they were going to change, they'd have to change everybody on, on that first unit. Although when Malkin isn't on the first unit and Jared McCann is, he is one of the few guys who generally thinks shot first. So, um, but you know, mo- most of the other guys are, are inclined to, uh, to look to pass the puck. Um, and in, in that sense, they, they are quite predictable, but I, I don't know that there's a, a quick fix for that. Uh, Wesley Reed asks, throwback to a few years ago, was Pitt University ever in consideration to move for, from the ACC to the Big Ten instead of M- M- Maryland and Rutgers? Uh, that's before my time covering it. I never heard that. If that was No, the they thing. weren't. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, what the what the uh, the Big Ten was looking to do was, was add those big media markets of New York mm. and, and Washington. Uh, so, no, Pittsburgh did not, <laughs> not move the needle. You feel like they've already got that in Penn State. They, they've already got the, the Pittsburgh slash Philadelphia market. So they were going for the, uh, the, the New Jersey, New York market and the Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., uh, Baltimore market. That makes that makes more sense. Moving right along, Dante Matthews asks, Rustin Gensel were invisible in game one. Is that is the time is is uh, is it time to change it up some? I would think if they were truly invisible, that would be a benefit, would it not? Right. No. You'd never see them coming. <laughs> um, I guess in a word, no. <laughs> in a word, that's it. You, you, you don't break up <laughs> a really productive yeah. first line right. Right. because the wingers <laughs> ha- have one off game. Um, yeah. It's, there, there's, there's a larger body of work that, that you have to look at and – you know, if it becomes a trend, then maybe you consider some sort of shakeup. But, you know, I, I think they probably have greater concerns than, than Brian Rust and Jake Gensel being no-shows for an entire series. Apostolus Paul Zares asked another question. If Ben wants to play another year after this one, do the Steelers sign him for another year or do they look for a younger QB for the future? Let's just get through this year first. before, before yeah, let's, if, let's see how he plays. I mean, what's yeah. the... There's there's all kinds of caveats there. You know, does he have a great year? Then yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. If, if he throws more interceptions and touchdowns, then no. Uh, right. It's pretty simple. And, and again, a huge part of them getting Najee Harris is so that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have to chuck the ball a whole uh, nearly as much. And if he if his sample size, if the amount of throws that he, is, that he have has to throw is, are just down, and he is able to be efficient in that sample size. I think that they're going to be looking at this like, listen, we can we can win with this guy a little bit longer. And he's going to say, hey, I don't have to throw as much. I can lean on these other guys in this defense to to uh, to, to carry. So yeah, that that could lead to him sticking around a, a bit longer. So um, so ab- absolutely. It, it, but again, it just depends on how this season plays out. If he's bad, they'll be like, all right, Ben, thanks for the thanks for the time. Um, we have a let's go pens tonight from uh, Gaming with Glow. Uh, money bags as I says, I like the Steelers chances in week one against Buffalo with a whole off season to prepare. Sure. Listen, yeah. listen to Chris and I's podcast from today. You know, Do yeah, the Sabres have, or the uh, bills have won that before that game too. Just curious. <laughs> um, I believe they do. They, they believe they do. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. But do check out the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. It'll be out tomorrow at 10 AM um, where we're actually going to break down all the betting lines 
that the Steelers have in every single game right now. So that's pretty crazy. Um, then we got a few last ones. Apostolus uh, Paul Azera says, put Kappen on the first unit for the power play and tucks guys. Uh, I think he meant to say thanks. Uh, but I was like, I was just picturing us in all, in, all in tuxedos right now. Um, but anyway, that would really jazz the show up. Yeah, that would jazz the show up. I have my trumpet in the other room. I could actually play some jazz for us. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, thanks again, everyone, for your questions. We really appreciate you. Remember, remember, if you missed any questions, you can hear this on DKPittsburghSports.com's podcast network. You go there, subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, free. You subscribe to that. You can hear this all in all of our podcasts on Pitt. Penn State, Steelers, Pirates, Penguins, all things Pittsburgh sports. And to tune in tonight to DKPittsburghSports.com. We'll have the live file going where Dave and our whole hockey crew will be covering the Penguins in their game two effort against the Islanders. And we got a lot of stuff coming here from OTAs as they progress in the Steelers. So much coming your way. Join us tomorrow for another afternoon, a- afternoon Ask Anything at 3 p.m. right here where you just watched it.